Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We're going to review martial arts movies over and over. And this time, my name, as always, is Mike McCarran. And with me is the guy who is five foot six, but is six foot even with an afro, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, bud? Hey, how are you? Thank you for <laughs> making my, my six inch afro. <laughs> well, you it know. Needs, it needs a trim. It definitely needs it, definitely needs a trim this time of year. It's just before Christmas and going around. Using it like a toque at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It keeps my keeps my little round fat head warm. So yeah. You're like Curly from the old Harlem Globetrotters cartoon where you keep all your shit in it. Remember? Yeah. Yes. He used to pull his bicycle and shit out of his hair. Yeah, exactly. We gotta get out of here. He would pull a goddamn tricycle out of his fucking afro and fucking Shriner's car out of his afro. Start hauling ass. <laughs> so this week uh we are looking at the very classic black exploitation film black belt jones from 1974 i uh i honestly i don't I haven't seen this one before this is my this was my first time i watched it twice uh over the last week or so and yeah. it was the first time and man whoo um there's a lot to talk about here <laughs> no, there's a lot to unpack in this it's <laughs> a lot to go over <laughs> this is and, like this is like when you order enter the dragon off of wish.com <laughs> True story. i saw i saw this i saw this right after enter the dragon because i saw jim kelly as williams and then yep. i saw oh black belt jones hey look it's williams from enter the dragon i better check this out and uh yeah quite a quite a different film overall but uh, it actually got me interested in the whole black exploitation genre so i had been renting um you know martial arts films you know whatever i could get and then this was kind of a crossover that kind of led me down to like shaft and you know superfly and stuff like that so yeah let's get in let's get into this uh let's this get right into this gem. have you ever seen the sequel to this no there's a sequel to this called hot potato <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the second or the third because uh, Jim Kelly apparently signed a three picture deal, and there was this and the movie called Hot Potato, also known as Twist the Tiger's Tail, <laughs> which is a real sharp downturn from this one. <laughs> and then I think there might have been a third one, or he just kind of fell off after this after the uh, after the one I just mentioned after Twist the Tiger's Tail. Not a lot after that. You can watch that one if you if you want to. <laughs> that one's free on YouTube. <laughs> So if you want to check that out, I don't necessarily recommend it, but it's good for a laugh. Oh, uh, okay. So you mentioned Ender the Dragon. That was 73. This followed up in 74, um, starring Jim Kelly, obviously. Scatman Crothers as Pop Bird and Gloria okay. Hendry as Sydney. So yeah. bring it. So, well, there's so much to unpack in just what you said there. You know, it's a martial <laughs> arts film starring Jim Kelly 
and Scat Man Carruthers. <laughs> like this is like Freddie Weintraub, right? The guy that that produced Enter the Dragon, and it's and the same director, Warner. Robert Klaus, yeah. yeah, and Warner Brothers, and all this. So you're sitting down, and you're like, okay, here's some high quality cinematics, <laughs> and all of a sudden we cut to a, a karate dojo. Where the master is Scatman Crothers, who dressed like in a, a pimp. silk vest, in a silk vest. It looks like you should be dealing blackjack on a fucking riverboat. Right? And I was watching it, and I was like, "Was Scatman Crothers like doing another film on the lot next door?" And they're like, "Hey, man, we can use him." <laughs> when they break he can come over he's not going to do a wardrobe change though he said fuck that I ain't changing wardrobe I'm he wearing background my... Kenny Rogers the gambler yeah. video yeah. or some shit in the background on the other my, lot my goddamn riverboat costume and I'm coming straight to the set <laughs> and some people who haven't seen this might be thinking oh Scatman Carruthers I didn't know he was a martial artist he most yeah. certainly is not <laughs> he's not Yeah, you are not confused in that vein he is He's not, not. A <laughs> and nor nor i don't think are any of the people in the dojo that he quote unquote runs but he's like he's in the dojo and like every martial arts film i had seen at that point like it was always you know the dojo was in trouble and there was like rival gangs but papa bird like owes gambling money <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> To the local mob. Yeah, the mob comes in to collect and his students kick the shit out of them. And he <laughs>, laughs. He's just like, ha ha. He's like, Papa Bird, you got to stop that gambling. He's like, oh, all right. And he yeah, jumps out the fucking window. He jumps out the window and pieces out. Like, that's oh, like the fuck. old, like, you're just like, what is, what is going on here? It's such a weird clusterfuck of of plot so i i did break the plot down into four kind of chunks so we can sort of take yeah, it sorry, in, I, I in little, little bits here I jumped it's okay because right Catman crothers because like how do you how do you not jesus christ you can't not like <laughs> he's and i mean he was in chico and the man do you know what i mean like he's he's been around as an act he oh, was in the shining famously in the, in the shining you know he's the yeah, janitor in the like shining. he's, he's the bald shit. he's bald in the shining but this he's got like this this Afro sheen, relaxed, pimp hairdo, looking like a, <laughs> looking like a wet but well combed dog. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, let's get into this and and break the first act down because otherwise we're gonna talk all fucking night about it. Because you you certainly could. Holy shit. Okay, act one. Mob guys take a business dude to a winery. They discuss the deal, and then they kill this businessman slash police informant. They put him in the wine vat, which is sealed up with money. Uh, Black Belt Jones then foils an assassination attempt in a parking lot, which leads to the opening credits. His boss then tries to recruit him to go after the mob guys at the winery. Black Belt Jones refuses. The boss thinks he'll do it anyway. Some students uh, at a university try to get a low-level criminal named Pinky and his gang to stop selling drugs in their community. Uh, when the mob shows up and convinces Pinky to get possession of Pop Bird's karate school. The last holdout in the neighborhood before a large civic center is built. Pinky's thugs go to the school to try and strong arm pop into students, but they get beat up and have to retreat. So, well, first of all, I loved I loved the black student council that comes into uh, <laughs> Ray Pinky's bar, and they come in and they're kind of like you know Black Panthers, and they're just like, "All right, you're not going to do this." 
and Pinky's gang just immediately just grabs them and stops them in their tracks. And one of the student council guys had a pipe, and Pinky yeah. grabs it and he goes, "What were you gonna do with this?" Bam! <laughs> smokes him on the head with it. Smokes him in the face, and then lays his face down on the pool table and is about to show him how good he is at pool and shoot the pool ball into his mouth, which gets broken up. But I actually I actually love that because they come in and like, we're the black student council. We're going to stop this. We're going to stop this. And Pinky just walks in and goes, what are y'all, a bunch of commies? Bam, bam. <laughs> Call them a bunch of commies. <laughs> oh, it's that's – I thought those guys were the thugs. When they walked – I was like, oh, there's thugs going into this bar or whatever. No. The, you're the black student council. I'm like, you're the student council? Like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the guy's like 32, right? Like, where right? are you a student? Because <laughs> you have a full handlebar mustache. <laughs> okay, so the 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 opening part, they the, the mob guys kill this informant dude. Yeah. There's a guy, one of the mob guys looks just like Howard Cosell, and it fucking threw me off. Yeah, that's Big Tuna. Big Tuna. He looks just like Howard Cosell. It fucked with me. Well, no, he doesn't actually look like Howard Cosell. He looks like John Voight in that shitty Howard Cosell makeup in that Ali film. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. If if John Voight in that makeup had a baby with the actual Howard Cosell. Yeah. The bad guys look hilarious. They're very 70s. They they kill this dude and put him in the fucking wine barrel and tell them to mark it down because he's shit in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He shit his pants before he marked that wine down because he shit his pants before he died. <laughs> but yeah, you got the big fat Italian guy tuna, and then and then the other guy that looks like uh, young Bruce Jenner, but with like a like a mushroom cap uh, haircut, which I thought yeah was yeah yeah pretty dope. that's um that's Mel Novak. Mel, Mel Novak has been in fucking. Dozens and dozens of movies. That guy has worked steadily from 1967. He's still putting movies out now. Like, multiple movies. The longest gap he's had from 67 until 2021 is like five years (laughs) without putting a movie out. He was in Mannix. He was in Game of Death. He was in Beretta. Those are probably the only three things out of his entire roster that you've heard of. (laughs) They're all like straight to video shit. But motherfucker's a working steady actor for more than 50 years. And they they take they take these stereotypes of these Italian guys because you see when oh. tuna tuna's eating spaghetti like all right he's Italian <laughs> we'll make him eat spaghetti but he's just gonna he's gonna chew on it like a hungry dog he's gonna like, eat it like a duck yeah it's terrible and he's oh like, my oh. god yeah so they're all going mamma mia like like that fucking fat guy in the alley in in fucking return of the dragon yeah anytime anybody wants to make a martial arts film they have to put italians in the italians have to go mamma mia like but we'll we'll get to we'll get to when the gangster says mamma mia a little bit later because I thought that was fucking hilarious. But that's fucking let's, hysterical. Let's, let's continue. The other thing the other thing that made me crack the fuck up is when the the cops are like listening in via the watch to their informant before he gets killed. Yes, and do not. And then they don't do fucking anything. Thank they're you. they're listening to their informant get murdered. There's nobody close by. There's nobody there to help. They don't give a fuck. Like they don't, <laughs> they don't care at all. Because well, then he's just like he's just like ah shit, and then he's like t- talking to Black Belt Jones. He's like, 
yeah, I lost three guys. And Black Belt Jones is like, and you want me to be the fourth. But I'm like, yeah. no wonder you keep losing guys because you're doing absolutely nothing to protect them. You're only putting them in danger. Like, you're constantly putting them into situations where they're wearing a wire and you are nowhere nearby for backup. And you're making a snuff film. <laughs> Just yeah. the audio version of a snuff film. That's it. And everybody <laughs> refers to him as Black Belt Jones. Like, that fucking kills me. Like when they introduce him, yeah. hey, look, Sydney, this is Black Belt Jones. <laughs> Black Belt Jones. This is Black Belt Jones. Even himself, when he's on the phone, he fucking answers the phone. Yeah, this is Black Belt Jones. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> to people he's never met before. <laughs> like if I was really good at riding a motorcycle and I just fucking went around referring to myself as motocross Chad. <laughs> like, yo. This is motocross Chad. What? what? Motocross Chad. I'd be putting oh, my hand over the speaker. Do you know anybody named Motocross Chad, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> and we have to talk about the credits because they break after that. They break to this TV show where I guess Black Belt Jones is like providing security or some shit. But there's an assassination attempt in the parking lot, and he just goes out and beats the living fuck out of like four guys. But he comes out of fucking nowhere, like over the. <laughs> Like, Over the car, mouth yeah, agape, jump down on this dude, they freeze frame. They do not in any way, shape, or form, like, set him up like, he's like, he just, he just appears, like, coming over the hood of a fucking car. Like, we don't know how he got there, how he was informed. They're like, fuck it, we're going, we're going balls out. You're going to see this guy jump over the hood of the car, and he's just going to start kicking the shit out of people right out of the gate. It's going to hook them. It was awesome. Oh my God. And like four or five dudes who presumably if they're going to kill somebody, they all have guns. Nobody shoots. Nobody fucking does a thing. They just try and fight him with their hands. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, And he's clearly smoking dudes because he's ridge handing dudes. His yell where he goes, yeah. <laughs> which oh, yeah. is clearly dubbed in because his mouth doesn't match ever what he's doing when he fights. Yeah, his mouth, his mouth. And he, <laughs> he, like, there is quite a difference from his fighting style as Williams in Enter the Dragon till after he does a movie with Bruce Lee because he's oh. really Bruce Lee in this up, man. He is Bruce Lee in the shit out of this. He's Bruce Lee in it up hard. And I looked up, did you watch the credits? The fight choreographer is Bob Wall. Oh, well, there you go. And that's why, right? Because Bob Wall came out after Ender the Dragon and went right into the... He's one of the uncredited thugs at the very end. Oh, Jesus. He actually shows up in there. But yeah, he was the fight choreographer for the whole fucking thing. So Black Belt Jones beats the fuck out of like at least four of these dudes. The Foley is great. Okay, the Foley on this, there's... uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I counted counted only four. (laughs) Sounds? Yeah, there's... They have four counts. For everybody, for Black Belt Jones, for for the thugs, for Gloria, for, you know, somebody drops a goddamn cracker on the floor. (laughs) Because they had had face shot, they had body shot, they had kick shot, like the sound. And they had hit the ground. And they had to hit the ground. (laughs) And that was it. Yep. Like through the whole thing. It's just like, okay, what are we doing here? Okay, I got a mouse trap for the face shot, for the body shot. I'm just going to slam this pound of hamburger on the floor. <laughs> and for the, for the body drops to the ground, it's that old fucking Pink Panther sound from the it's cartoon the when they hit the ground. It's the same sound for when that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. 
Yeah. It so reminded me of that old Pink Panther cartoon. I don't know if you get royalties on Foley, but like for martial arts films, that Pink Panther <laughs> sound, that guy's just rolling in the fat dollars. Oh my god, it's wicked. <laughs> and I love when Black Belt Jones is fucking up all these dudes, and the white dudes are just like literally hiding behind a car, smiling, watching him fuck these yeah. dudes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's my oh, that's Black Belt Jones. That's Black Belt over there. You see him? He's fast. He's he is fucking fast, by the way. Like yeah, like Jim Kelly's know. a fast motherfucker. Oh, and he's fucking shredded like a julienne salad. Oh. He is he's got like no body fat. No, he's like 135 pounds and he's six foot eight. Yeah, like he, he's unbelievable. Fast as fuck. He beats these motherfuckers up and then he just strolls off. He casually shoots the one dude running away, just shoots him in the ass. Then he just walks over to his car, drives in and drives the fuck off. Like yeah. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well, yeah, there, is, there are several scenes and there's one later that we'll discuss where he just, <laughs> he just fucks off. Like, the cops are like, are you a dumb black belt? Yeah. He's like, I am. I'm fucking off. Meanwhile, there's like 50 dead mobsters in the truck. <laughs> right? That's later. That's later. But yeah, yeah. Like, nobody gives a shit. What well, even he here. Yeah he, yeah, he jumps in. I looked it up. That car, because I was like, that's an interesting car. That's a 1971 yeah. Jensen Interceptor MK3. <laughs> and it never shows the fuck up in any other movie I've ever seen. It's this no. weird Austin Powers car. But it's smooth as fuck. He drives away, and then this cop walks out into the parking lot, and there's just dead motherfuckers everywhere. And he's got his coffee like, what the fuck happened out here? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that motherfucker ever hear paperwork? Yeah. <laughs> no, paperwork's for bitches. Paperwork's for bitches. <laughs> he just drives away. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> the paperwork, asshole. Just keeps oh. the finger out the sunroof. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking so cool. So cool. He doesn't give a shit about paperwork. He goes right to his boss's office and apparently he changed, I guess. His shirt is barely hanging the fuck on. Oh yeah. In this opening. It's the the buttons are literally straining, pulling because it's so fucking tight. Like it's <laughs> the boss offers him, I think he offers him a hundred thousand dollars to go break into this mobster's winery and get this fucking money back. Yes. He says, nope, fuck you. I don't want to be your fourth or whatever. And the boss is like, Yeah, he'll do it, I think, after he calls his boss or whatever they then cut to don stefano i think this the way they he talks and the way the other italian mobsters act around him in such Mm. a fucking super cliched manner godfather came out in 72 like two years before this yeah i think they tried to bite a lot of that shit um just the way they acted around him and stuff like that oh yeah anyway their uh new civic center is being built papa bridge karate school is the only uh the only holdout in the land so they need to get papa bird's karate school so they can buy it and get the money from the civic center now we cut to the first scene of papa bird's karate school where you get the girls making fun of the dudes inside now you're prim- you're primarily a karate dude they were kiaing a lot right oh, like that's excessive oh, that that candy was like but the funny thing is like dude is teaching the class and he's like all right class everybody and I'm like, that's a lot of fucking key eyes, man. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, I need to talk to you. And he's like, all right, hey, Reggie, take over. Reggie fucking walks up to the class. All right, everybody. I was like, Jesus. It's like super high pace. Yeah. Forever, like nonstop. It was like a karate class on 78 speed. 
right? <laughs> You're just like, why, why, why is that happening? I've never, never seen that. But never, yeah. just constant key eyes every fucking half a second for the next twenty five minutes. Yeah. Oh, so uh, what's his face? Toppy has to go in the back and talk to uh, Scatman. Scatman Carruthers, who has now looked the same for like eighty years, that guy's never his look has never changed. No, he is the same age forever. Forever, he looked this. He did the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island in eighty one. He looked the same. Mm. Shining in eighty looked the same. Shining like, in eighty looked exactly the same. Yeah, like he never fucking changes. Although I'll tell you, in this movie, like you said, he looks like a riverboat fucking gambler dealer. Yeah, there's a lot of cigarette holders in this movie. Did you notice that? I did. Like Scatman Carruthers, cigarette holder. <laughs> it's like a foot long. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I swear to God, like I've trained in a number of karate schools. I have never fucking walked up to my sensei who was wearing a red silk shirt and a vest <laughs> with a hair comb like a pimp with a cigarette holder. <laughs> and his, I mean, damn sure didn't call him Papa. Like, hey, Papa. <laughs> Papa, what are we doing keep for his, his, He didn't keep his wife in the back. <laughs> wife in the back. <laughs> and getting into fights with his wife because he's got hoes on the side or whatever. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it was such a weird, like, just a weird scenario. Oh, yeah, he's the karate sensei, but he's also a degenerate gambler. And uh, <laughs> he's got a wife he keeps in the back of the karate school. And he's got Behind a, a curtain. There wasn't a door. Yeah. It was a fucking a, a fucking towel hanging between the training area and where he and his wife apparently lived, I guess. <laughs> or whatever. That's so crazy. <laughs> is, he's like, hey, Papa, we got to go have a talk. He's like, all right, all right. And then he's like talking to Black Belt Jones. He's like, yeah, you and I, we got to have a talk with Pop. They walked right around the corner. <laughs> he just fucked right off. Just, all right. He just fucking walked out. <laughs> oh, oh that was that was really fucking funny. Like he just he just left. They're like, ah, shit, he ran off again. <laughs> it's just like, oh, so good. <laughs> this is where we get the uh, what happens. The three th- who I thought were the three thugs, the black student union people, go over to Pinky's. They want him to stop st- selling drugs. <laughs> That's where you get the Pinky takes the pipe. And <laughs> what are you gonna do with this? Crap. <laughs> awesome. And then the let's fix his cavities thing, where he's gonna shoot the pool ball into his mouth, but. The mob guys show up, Big Tuna shows up, and uh, they try to get Pinky to take Papa Bird's uh, school back so they can have the money for the thing. So nothing really else happens there. Although they're saying, that the mob guys said that he skimmed, <laughs> I don't know if they were, I think they were trying to fuck with Pinky because they were like, they, they were, skimming. yeah, yeah, they're like, you've been, you've been skimming, you're skimming like a million dollars, but you're going to need to pay us back 250000 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not how the mob fucking works. Yeah, the mob does not work that way. The mob is like, you skimmed ten bucks so you could buy smokes on the way home. So I'm gonna kill your family. Like, that's right. And you owe me ten thousand yeah, dollars, bitch. You owe me ten thousand. <laughs> Take it from so your that's... wife's insurance policy. She's dead. <laughs> Once I string her up. Yeah. Oh, so they. uh basically they get Pinky to go take over the, the school if he can. And Pinky says, yeah, he will. Cause pop bird owes him some money. So act two, act two is black belt. Jones is on the beach watching some girls on trampolines. Then he gets a call from toppy uh, saying that pop had a visit from Pinky's thugs. Uh, black belt goes to the school to talk to pop, but he fucks off. 
Black Belt and Toppy set up for the thugs to come. They beat the thugs up. Uh, the thugs retreat angrily and find Pop in the black room at the sorry the back room blackjack game where Pinky tries to get him to give the building. Pop says it belongs to Sydney. Uh, a thug punches him and kills Pop. Instantly. Pinky goes to see the dawn. <laughs> Instantly kills him. Pinky goes to see the dawn and explain why he doesn't have the building yet. Sydney shows up at Pop's funeral where she meets Black Belt and Toppy, and then she gets Quincy to drive her past Pinky's place where she beats up the thugs. Okay, so <clears throat> the three thugs go to Papa Bird's school, and the students fucking beat the shit out of them. And this is where Scatman does his one and only quote unquote karate scene yeah. in the movie where he goes, I got super flat. Who else wants to sing soprano? I got super fly. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy did not look like super fly. He's just like, I got super fly and does, I don't even know what he's doing. It was almost like he was doing like a, a cheerleading move because he just kind of <laughs> put his elbow up and then snapped his fist out to the side like he was making a T, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like he was trying to hit a T pose and just <laughs> happened to hit, uh, hit the dude in the face. More of an accidental ass kicking than anything else. And then he just boots him in the dick. And then he kicks like, him in the nose. <laughs> he's like, anybody else want to sing soprano? <laughs> And then the students all fuck everything up. This scene is kind of hilarious because the fat guy, whatever the fat thug's name is, it's Charlie or something like that. He keeps getting his ass knocked out. Like he gets knocked down and then he tries to get up and somebody kicks him in the face. And then he gets up and he sits in the chair and somebody punches him in the face. (laughs) He keeps getting knocked the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) That is, that is not healthy. No. To be rendered unconscious. (laughs) He had like four concussions in like 18 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) So he has to, uh, so they want to get the school, but they have to leave because the students beat the shit out of them. And I'm going to say Toppy, Black Belt Jones is, I don't know if, they keep calling each other brother and pop and shit like that. Like, mm. Pop Bird, the only kid he has is Sydney. Everybody yeah. else is just his kid. But, like, the main instructor, Toppy, who, the guy that looks like Isaac from Love Boat, mm. him, him and Black Belt Jones, like, are they actually brothers or are they just karate brothers i kind of took that they were brothers so did i like that's what i thought so i don't know if they're actual brothers or not or what but in any way in any the case film is unclear it's it's it, there's ambiguity there's ambiguity there anyway <laughs> the other thing that i thought was fucking hysterical <laughs> was after the students beat the shit out of the mobsters and they leave and they're all standing around and and fucking scat man's there and as soon as they're gone and the, the students are like, yeah, this is awesome. That was good. And he goes, hey, line up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they go right into a lesson like immediately. Yeah, right like no it. top down, no yeah. nothing. Yeah, we, yeah. No discussion. So <laughs> right. No discussion, no nothing. <laughs> oh, those motherfuckers are coming back. We better practice, boys. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, fuck. No breakdown at all. Just fuck it. Keep practicing. And they have got, like, the most fucked up dojo because there's, like, a dresser with, like, a mirror on it in the middle of the dojo. And then, well, like, it is Papa Bird's house. And then, like, a dirty flag of Japan, like, just on the wall. And a, just some random painting of a samurai in the yeah. background. And then, like, a mannequin on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, oh, I'm looking at that and I was just like, is that a goddamn dresser mirror? <laughs> combo in the middle of the fucking right in the dojo. dojo yep right in the middle fuck all you guys that's how we do 
it's just it's just weird. It's very and speaking of weird, smash cut to girls on trampolines on the beach. Suddenly we're at the end of the fucking man show because yeah. Black Belt Jones is straight up creeping on these girls who are bouncing on the trampoline, just watching them. He fucking they don't really talk about anything that comes back later, but they don't really do anything with it at the moment. Foreshadowing, I guess. Black Belt Jones shows up at the school because Toppy's like, hey, man, you got to come over here because these thugs came over. So he goes over to talk and Toppy's like, we got to talk to Pop. They go in the back and that's when Scatman fucks off the back and smacks that mannequin up and then just fucking walks off. (laughs) And they're talking. Fucking Black Belt Jones and Toppy are like, Pop's got to cut the gambling and shit like that. And they cut as they're talking with the voiceover to fucking Papa Bird strolling down the street, just randomly smacks this woman's ass <laughs> and she's walking the other way, gives a big laugh, smokes on his fucking cigarette holder. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't well, give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd, I'd want to close that fucking school too. Like, yeah. He's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. I'm supposed to root for this guy. I don't give a fuck about Papa Bird. I hope he's they build a center. I hope they build a fucking beautiful civic center there. (laughs) The mob chips in. They were better dudes. Yeah. (laughs) So they sell some shitty wine, whatever. Like, (laughs) literally shitty wine. Yeah. Oh, fuck. This fight scene when the mob returns at night and they're playing with the lights, I thought that was actually really good. I thought it was I thought it was really good. Like, you know, aside from how fuck up to weird Papa Bird's dojo is. Um, oh my god! <laughs> the uh, scene here, Dude, Toppy and Black Belt are setting up for that, and you hear Black Belt go, "Okay, you heard me, man." Every three seconds, so they do it, oh, yeah. and then you, you see the fucking guys try to break in, and one of them goes, "I'll break the door," and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And they opens the door, and then Charlie, the big guy, goes, "Hey, I don't like it, boss. It's dark in here." No shit, nigga. Where you from, Harvard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, then the mob, then the mob walks in, and they're like. <laughs> Who's in here? And then you hear Black Belt Jones go, Who the fuck hit me? Batman, motherfucker. Batman, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck hit me? Batman, motherfucker. (laughs) Who the fuck hit me? Batman. (laughs) He says it in this weird fucked up voice. Like, what? But but Jim (laughs) Kelly always kind of had that kind of high-pitched voice, right? He was just yeah. like, you know, like, even in End of the Dragon, he's like, get us always the same. You know, yeah. they you ran out of a comic book. Yeah, you ran out of a comic book. And then all of a sudden, it's like, who hit me? Like, Batman, motherfucker. <laughs> and it was just like, did you just lower your voice? Like, but it's so off. funny because they, he smokes some people and they turn the light on and he kicks the shit out of a few more dudes. He's got no shirt on. His afro's fucking huge. Lights go off. I know what you're going to say. I was like, what the fuck? Then he turns the lights back on. He's wearing a fucking hat. I know. He's wearing <laughs> he the fucking some more dudes. Lights go off. Lights come back on. The hat's gone again. He's fucking up more dudes. <laughs> when he had that fucking... When the lights came on, he was wearing that dude's hat. <laughs> that fucking reggae hat thing. <laughs> For like no reason. Why would you take the three seconds to put a fucking hat on? <laughs> You're fighting for your life. <laughs> I gotta look. I gotta look stylish, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Oh. 
Yeah. And, and then, then one, one of the guys, the boss, fucking Pinky goes, I'm going to shoot. And then you hear a shot. And one of his own guys goes, you shot me, boss. <laughs> mobsters leave and they turn the lights back on and toppy just loses shit laughing <laughs> and then they just high five each other a couple of times yeah that's a wrap we're good yeah oh yeah they they, they bust a gut laughing like they come out like <laughs> like toppy cannot act because he's just like ha, 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 ha. like this overacting oh my god yeah that scene is just worth the fucking movie right there oh that was worth the, the five dollar rental right there just that oh. little fucking three minute scene it's fucking fantastic <sighs> so then the thugs are pissed obviously because they got their asses kicked they go to the bar and they find pop bird in the back in the blackjack room the io <laughs> pinky walks in the back and goes i got an iou says you owe me eleven thousand dollars <laughs> which he doesn't he owes him like a thousand yeah. and pop bird's like you got that shit wrong. I owe you like a little bit of money. <laughs> so then they want the building instead. Pop's like, no, that belongs to Sydney. And Pinky's like, yeah, kick this motherfucker's ass. So they pick him up. They punch him. The guy literally punches him twice. And twice. Pop fucking instantly dies. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> and it's so funny because he falls over wide eyed, looking like he's having a seizure or some shit. And Pinky walks over and t- touches him on the chin <laughs> and goes, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't get a pulse oh, in your fucking chin. Yeah. Touches his lip. <laughs> he just touches his face randomly. Yeah, that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> but I, I, I think Scatman Grubbs <sighs> wanted to rap early for the day and just fucking, just fucking dogness. Because he just oh. he punches him in the face twice and... <laughs> By the time the second punch comes, it's just his face is just locked up, frozen. Oh yeah, oh. that was take one. That was one take, and the director went, "You want to do another one there, Scat?" And he's like, "No, I'm good. We're good, right? We're no. good. I'm out. See ya." And he, he walked the fuck away. Yeah, didn't care. Yeah, like nobody can die that fast from a face punch. No, Jesus Christ! Like they may go and like slowly die, but I mean the 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 punch hit him, and he was just like. Like rigor mortis is set in, like you know, <laughs> he had been dead for twelve hours. <laughs> everything collapsed into a second and a half. 
Because <laughs> it all happens. It all happens in about like four seconds, from the punch to him falling down to Pinky touching his chin and going, <laughs> "Oh shit, he's dead." <laughs> and then he goes, see if he can find out who that Sydney is. Yeah, so they got to find out who Sydney is. Sydney shows up at the at the funeral. The the wake and the funeral for Pop was fucking weird too, because like the karate guys were doing all these weird like salutes and shit like that yeah. to him in the in the casket. And then at the funeral, they're like standing there holding the punch pose for some <laughs> fucking reason. Yeah, like, for no weird, like fucking weird. Yeah, don't you know the karate funeral kata? What? He does a 21 punch salute, motherfucker. (laughs) So Gloria Henry's there as Sydney. Gloria Henry's fucking awesome. I I quite dig her. Yeah, big time. She kind of, her, between her and Jim Kelly, I think they kind of really saved the movie. Because, like, they can both act kind of decently. Yeah. And both of them are, like, obviously Jim Kelly's a martial artist. She had some... She had some skills. Like she wasn't a nothing nobody. Like she was either a dancer or a martial artist or a combination or something. Cause mm. she, she was pretty quick and she wasn't too too bad well, overall. She was really, really good with her feet. Yes. Anytime like they're like do a chop and it was just like what do you what what's what the fuck was that, right? But Yeah, there was I, like I, literal karate chops in here. Yeah. Like off of fucking Sesame Street or something, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like Miss Piggy type shit. But uh her her, her foot stuff looked pretty decent, man. Like she was fucking not too bad made me question bob wall's fight choreography abilities a little bit anyway punches at the funeral again we kind of mentioned that he introduces himself and is introduced as black belt jones throughout the movie with no first no yeah. first name <laughs> black belt jones meet sydney and then they kind of cut out of the funeral and then come back to it but they cut out of the funeral so that don uh mafia don meets pinky yeah this is the, this is the phrase that i can't say but i said to you on the phone yes when I was a kid yeah. and i rented this so I'll put it, I'll drop it in right here. You see, I got a couple of Bogarts coming in from Frisco. Bogarts? What are Bogarts? Treacherous niggas. But, uh, yeah, we can't, obviously we can't say it, but it's fucking hysterical. Um, where Pinky, the other thing that made me laugh here was when, uh, Pinky's being instructed on what to do when he meets the Don, because he's obviously higher yes. up in the crime syndicate or whatever. Walk on his left side and make sure you don't like stare at him or whatever. So when he goes up to him, he has to walk on the left side, but as they're walking, it makes Pinky walk right through a fucking sprinkler. <laughs> and he's like trying to talk to Pop, but he's getting wet by the sprinkler yeah, and he exactly. can't fucking ignore it. Fuck, it made me laugh. It was it was kind of a good little visual joke. But yeah, he talks about bringing in a couple of Bogarts, which we can't talk about. But those are the bad guys that are going to hopefully get the uh, the building for the mafia and for Pinky and solve the problem. And what about what about what about that that Bogart that came in? With the collar, the winged collar that came <laughs> past his fucking shoulders. 1974, baby. Incredible. The fashion in this in this film, that it could almost be a separate fist-worthy category. Because yeah. damn, some of Black Belt's uniforms, uniforms, outfits and shit, mm. some of the mobsters and the Bogarts dude, damn, they had some fashion sense on them for 1974. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the shit. Big bell bottoms and shit and super tight upper body stuff, as evidenced oh, yeah. by Black Bell Jones's first shirt. So this is where they cut back to the uh, the funeral. Uh, Sydney makes uh, Quincy drive past Pinky's place because she wants to know who kind of messed her, killed her dad. <clears throat> she gets out at Pinky's place and she just, she gives the, you know, what am I going to do? I'm just a girl line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goes in there and she just whoops the fuck out of these four dudes that are in there. There's a real bad punch 
like a fake movie punch thrown by the reggae hat guy at the very end of this fight, like that completely would have missed her. Yes. Even if he threw it and she didn't do shit about shit. Really. There's a couple of those in this film where noticeably bad misses by people. But yeah, again, yeah. 74 and what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. She did a good job there. But the thing is, like, there's a slur that she says yes. that's so, I don't know. I, it made me, it made me laugh because she walks in and yep. he's like, bitch, you better get out of here before we whip your ass. And then she kicks her shoes off, undoes her dress so she can kick higher. Says, I'll make you look like a sick faggot. She says that word a couple of times through the film. She does. She's not afraid of using that. She drops it uh, a few times, so just a little bit of a a warning. It comes out of nowhere, and it's just kind of... It catches you off guard, because I'm so not used to hearing it anymore. Yeah, but the thing is, like, at the time that this was made, like, you would have heard that all, all the, the time. fucking time. Up all until time. up until about, what, seven years ago now-ish? Yeah. Give or take, seven or eight years ago was probably when it dropped out. But yeah, up until then, it was high frequency, man. So yeah, they throw that shit around pretty easy, and it's mostly it's her. Like she's the only one that uses it. I think she's the only one that says it. She says it at least twice, anyway. But she says it anyway, twice that I can think of off the top of my head. But anyway, yeah, so she beats the fuck. Yeah, she starts kicking the shit. Yeah, beats the fuck out of them. Quincy's kind of peeping on her, and Caesar fuck these dudes up, and then goes back to the school and tells Toppy and Black Belt Jones that holy shit, Sydney's a badass. She's bad. No, she's good. She's really good. No, she's bad, man. She's good. <laughs> That's all the, all the shit. And then Black Belt Jones goes to pick her up and Pinky comes back to his club and he must've, he must've just missed her because <laughs> when Pinky and the Bogarts come back, hmm. like his dudes are still laying around the place all fucked up. <laughs> like, so she either really fucked them up or he just missed her. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Just... <laughs> so the Bogarts all go to pops. So there's another super high energy class. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say when they get to pops, how what the, what the fuck happened with that goddamn trampoline? Trampoline? Like, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I had to watch it a few times because I was like, did he did he land on his back but go through the roof vertically with his fucking head yep. and stuck there? Explain that to people. Yeah, these guys come in and. They're like, we're going to fuck you guys up. And all the kids, the students are like, yep, okay, here we go again. And Toppy tries to go up and the dude fucks Poppy up. And then that second dude, <laughs> the second dude goes, Rawr! and runs at him. And that one dude just blasts him in the face, picks him up, chucks him, and bounces him off of a apparently randomly placed trampoline in the middle of the dojo. And he bounces straight up and his head goes through the fucking ceiling and he hangs there. He hangs there. He fucking tin soldiered. Like, <laughs> like right up into the ceiling. I don't know how he did it because he threw him and he lands on his back on the trampoline. But then he's coming up straight as a fucking missile. <laughs> and his yeah. head goes in the ceiling and sticks there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, laws of ang- conservation of angular momentum were not being followed in this movie. Bob Wall was <laughs> fucked when he did this. Right? He was high as fuck when he did this. I'm sure. There's no way. He's like, yeah, I'm going to throw him off the trampoline. He's going to bounce up and stick his head through the ceiling. There's another <laughs> kick later that we're going to talk about with with that. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the head through the ceiling, but there's another one. The fat guy, Charlie, does his fucking belly bounce off the, guy, off the wall with one guy for like 30 seconds. They beat up the whole fucking school. And Pinky's math 
with what they owe doesn't really add up to me. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but he was like, yeah, man, there's $124,000 in damages and $85,000 in medical bills. So you owe me $250,000. I'm like, bitch, that's only $209,000. Like, and you added that shit up out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it keeps getting higher and higher. Yeah. <laughs> And the shit doesn't add up either. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not even close. And I'm not even a math guy, but fuck. Like, I can get that. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched the movie, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not clear. And I got my paper out. I'm like, that shit's not right. Hang on. <laughs> Couldn't you motherfuckers do math for a second? Yeah. <laughs> for the movie? <laughs> Just for the continuity or whatever the fuck? So then the thugs decide to kidnap Quincy as collateral for the money that they owe. Pinky... Yeah, apparently went from 40 grand to 250 grand for whatever. Then they cut to Black Belt Jones and Sydney. Uh, I guess I don't know because they said she was at a hotel and he went to pick her up at a hotel, but it looked like the house that he was at. So I mm. couldn't really tell where the fuck they were. But he goes, he goes over to talk to her and they're walking around talking about pop and whatever. And then they're having lunch and he gets the call that says, hey, man, they took Quincy. And Black Belt's like, what? Okay, no, fuck that. He gets up, gets his gun, and Sydney goes over to pick up a gun, and Black Belt goes, Now, what are you doing? No, no, you stay here, I'll get back. Do those dishes or something. They're done. Go do them dishes or something. Yeah. <laughs> and she fucking just shoots the dishes. And blows them apart. Yeah, she's like, dishes are done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. That's just the sexism that he's used. Just go do them dishes or something. <laughs> Fuck, all right. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Calm down. Make me a sandwich, bitch. So then uh, Black Belt's boss, they get together at the at the dojo and they figure out, oh, yeah, the Civic Center's going up. The mob is buying into it. So that's why Pinky wants the, the club and all that shit. So this is a weird part of the movie that <laughs> this makes this yeah this where the fat guy had to go up the telephone pole to make it he has to hook into the fucking telephone line they get the fattest guy to climb the telephone pole exactly. so that a guy with a phone in a bag can make a call <laughs> like, yeah yeah which doesn't make sense but that balding guy that looked like ken norton jr like <laughs> jack is good. he looked good getting off the bus that fucking yeah. guy wow <laughs> so they make that phone call and that's when he does his little rap or whatever. They're walking away and he's like, Good God, look at me. Pinky's my name and money's my king. Preach on, Pinky, preach on. Choose money on my honey. Shit. And you can pull out my groin, but give me that coin. Hey, I'd rather be dead than not have any bread. You know, Pinky's mama didn't raise no fool now. And they're giving like slapping five, like he's the coolest guy in the world. And I'm like, that's yeah. the worst Muhammad Ali bullshit I've ever fucking heard in my life. Exactly. Grab my groin and get my coin. <laughs> okay. I've, I've heard much better. Thank you. Yeah, not not going to lie. <laughs> but the best, the best is the fucked up part coming up where they decide to go oceans 11 to get the fucking shit out of the Don's place. Oh, so dude. He recruits a bunch of the goddamn trampoline beach bunny girls immediately yeah. putting them into massive danger he already knows you know oh like mob people that have killed people 
like this is a this yeah this is kind of the act three part where uh we already talked about sydney is a badass and black belt goes to get her from the hotel the muscle guys go to the the place and kidnap quincy black belt jones makes a plan to go to the winery to steal the money so that he can steal the money from the mob to pay pinky which is going to make the two bad guy groups hate each other and go after each other they break into the winery they do the job they give the money to pinky and they get quincy they have a huge fight and uh that's kind of the end of act three but so like you said he makes this fucked up giant plan. He goes to his boss at the Black Belt Jones, goes to his boss and says he needs like $55,000. And then he goes to the trampoline girls on the beach who he gets the one girl to come over and be like, hey, you want to make $5,000 for a day? Yeah. And the girl goes, oh, my God. Yeah. She turns around and she goes, Charlene, Mary, Pickles, come here. And I'm like, Pickles? You couldn't get a better fucking name than Pickles for this chick in the background? <laughs> So one day, five grand each. He's a fucking trampoline coach or some shit. He's, oh, he's, he's showing go. some girl who is wrapped with attention how to use a fucking Polaroid camera. Oh, that's the thing. I <laughs> believe it. It's just like every camera since the beginning of fucking time that you could buy that's portable has got a fucking lens on the front and a button on the far <laughs> right. Like it's always been in the same spot. The camera I bought three months ago is exactly like that. He's just like, yeah, then you push this button here, showing her how to work a goddamn camera. And he's showing the other girl how to work a fucking grappling hook with a launcher on it. And he's literally like, he's he's fucking pantomiming it. This is the launcher. This is the hook. It goes in here. It's going to go way up there. And she's like looking like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. I'm like, this is a fucking complicated plan to get into a building, dude. Like. Holy shit. Like you said, Ocean's fucking 11 to make this yeah. shit. So they want to take the money to pay Pinky. Holy fuck. They try to break into the house. This is where they... They get up and they use... Explain to me how this works. They used a fire extinguisher so that the alarm wouldn't work. The, the fucking bell. Yeah, so basically they, they use the trampolines to fucking jump up and... Take a picture of the sh- of the yard from the angle of the Take camera. A picture of the yard from the angle of the camera. They hold the picture now over the camera, the Polaroid, so it looks which would not fucking work. And, and then, by the way, hoping no one sees you bouncing in front of a fucking camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they then they jump on the trampoline to spray the bell, which is going to prevent the alarm from going off. But I guess. somebody's got to set the like set the alarm off. I don't even know, like. They just fucking I walk mean, in. The alarm doesn't doesn't go up. Loud ass grappling hooks over the railing where there's guards walking around. Yeah, but it's like a big white mansion, and they're all wearing fucking black suits and black balaclavas, and it's like it's the yeah. middle of the day, right? And like Black Belt Jones is wearing a balaclava, but he's got a six inch fucking afro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he looks like this gigantic head. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't wonder who that could be. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing that's so amazing is when they get to the winery, there's two dudes that are standing there as guards. Black Bell Jones does the goddamn Ben Johnson sprint down the hallway, burning up countless amounts of energy, does a goddamn punch front flip, lands on his feet, and then jumps up and fucking double kicks them both. It's It's the least efficient way to do it but it was awesome it was wicked to watch but the whole time i was watching like why did you do that like why would you the one little stumble trip 
and you go to do that little front flip and you're dead and the whole mission's over. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Punch front, back fist, fuck them dudes. Yeah, it was double back fist, yeah. Yeah, the dudes were just sitting there reading the paper and he just comes fucking flying in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a hell of a way to make an entrance though like you oh, not even see it coming motherfucker Bruce knows how to get down <laughs> one dude climbed up the railing with the mini tramp on his shoulder like props I like when they get up to the top <laughs> they're going into the winery Black Belt Jones is going to go into the winery he looks into the window and then walks stealthily across it but there's like four feet of wall that he could have just ducked and went under it <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's like oh maybe duck you know just whatever <laughs> take the easy way yeah. they beat up probably i don't know 11 guards before they get into the winery nobody yells nobody pulls out a gun <laughs> nobody does any of that shit so when they get to the winery where the money is stored mm-hmm. black belt jones opens it and then there's some sort of flourish he picks up a shoe and the then, dead guy, yeah, the, yeah, the informant's shoe was there, yeah. yeah. But then he just kind of, he kind of pours the water out of the shoe and then throws the shoe and holds his hands up in the air like he did something. You remember when Black Dynamite threw yeah. the bullet on O'Leary's desk and he was like, <laughs> yeah. talk about this, and he holds his hand up? Well, I don't know, I don't know why he does this fucked up flourish, but he picks up the boot, he studies it for a second, he dumps the water out of it, and then he flicks it away and kind of holds this little fucked up pose. Like the, the shoe, sense. by the way, of a former colleague of his yeah. who was murdered. <laughs> oh, and how the fuck? And they're like, hey, let's go dismantle their cars, right? And the <laughs> guy in the, in the black suits runs up to a Lincoln and kicks the fucking hood open. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see that? No, I missed that. He kicked the hood open. Like, how you pop a hood? Yeah. How you pop a hood? That fucking dude just, like, runs at the car. He's running full speed, and he just throws a front kick and kicks the hood open. Like, Like it's nothing. I was like, Jesus Christ. how the hell do you do this? So that's how they, you know, take their cars out so they can't be followed. But anyway, they thought it was take the, cars out. the mob guys are eating dinner. This is where the guy's stuffing the food in his face. And then the he, one guy looks up and sees the, the fucking Polaroid picture move. And he sees Black Belt Jones run away. And that's where you get the mama mia. Like, holy fuck, we're getting robbed. Do you know what's Super fucked, stereotype. Up, fucked up about that when he goes, mama mia. <laughs> what's that? Well, first it's it's just like that classic trope. Like he looks over and yeah. sees the fucking guys on the screen running around. Anyway, he just pays no attention, looks back, and then all of a sudden he does this double take, right? And he's like, he goes, "Mamma mia!" All the gangsters get up. As all the gangsters get up and run out, the one guy that said "Mamma mia" just grabs his wine and just keeps drinking. He didn't yeah. fucking. He didn't even. Get up. <laughs> Couldn't give a single fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once they see that, all these dudes run outside. Uh, most of the people get away. Black Belt Jones, he beats up like 10 fucking dudes. He does that fucking triple sow cow spinny kick on like three dudes. Yeah. And his afro. He does the, the swinging tree kick where he uses the, the tree like a swing bar and kicks some dude in the face. And then they all get away. And when they get away, <laughs> this, this fucking part made me laugh out loud. They all get away. And then they cut to... <laughs> All the dudes crowded around a phone booth 
and Black yeah. Belt Jones calling, <laughs> calling the mob. Yeah. Call the mob and be like, Hello, Emilio. Come on, say va. Listen to me, listen. Today they'll give you some money. Look at it. They'll give you back your own money. No, no, no. I owe the Don a favor. Okay, bye. Hey, hey, let's go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Let's go to McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, that's wicked. All right. (laughs) They're super excited to go to fucking McDonald's to celebrate. Black Belt Jones does that double fist thing again where he holds that pose. He doesn't, like, he finds the mobster's money and he's just like, ha ha. And then he's just like, we did it. Let's let's go to McDonald's. And he hits that pose. Like, Love so it. Then, uh, oh fuck! It was fantastic. That part was fantastic. There's enough in this movie that made it worthwhile to me. Oh yeah. He goes back to the office to tell the boss or whatever uh, that shit's okay and things seem to be holding up all right. He gets. He goes to get on the elevator. Did you see the little alley shuffle he did before he pushed the elevator button? <laughs> yeah, he said something. I forget what he did, but he said something like, "He's like, you can't spend any of that money, Black Belt Joe." Oh yeah. Right, I'm gonna go get myself a something. I forget what he said. He said, "I'm gonna go get me some pink stank or some fucked up." That's like, what he said. They're like, "Oh, I'm gonna like, pretend I didn't hear that." Yeah, he was like, "Gonna go hook up with some women or something." But he was like, "I'm gonna go get some stank on my hanglo or something." And then, <laughs> and then he just fucking does a little goddamn shuffle, shadow boxes the fucking <laughs> elevator buttons a few times. He's just. Oh. Like, that was fantastic. <laughs> and then the thing that's so fucked up is the very next scene, he and Gloria pull up to where he's going to, they're having a conversation down at the train tracks. <laughs> he's like, he's like laying down what's going to happen. And all of a sudden you just hear, hi. And then Pinky's just sticks his head around the corner. Right. Oh, that was he's so like, fucking funny. He just goes, what's holding you up, black butt? <laughs> well, him and Gloria, yeah. The, okay, the wrap up of the movie is Black Belt calls to say Pinky's going to give them their own money back to the mob. Pinky gets kind of strong armed by the mob, but he figures out that it was Black Belt Jones that stole the money. Gloria and Gloria, sorry, Sydney. I keep calling her by her actress name. Sydney and Black Belt go to get what's his face, Quincy, and yeah, the the mob figures out once Pinky says, "Hey, man, I got nobody that could pull off that fucking job." Black Belt and Sydney have this little beach romp fucking thing the mob try and go get him um at his place he get, escapes with a car there's a big car chase they end up at the car wash slash garbage truck thing and there's a big final fight and that's the end but yeah the funny so black belt thing, and sydney have to, sorry go ahead yeah i was just gonna say the funny thing was you said the mob the mob realizes that it was black belt jones that double crossed them not pinky they're like, yeah, yeah, your guys came through and they were jumping all over the place. And he goes, where can I get boys that jump through there? Shit, Tuna, if Jelly jumps anywhere, it's gotta be down. Shit, Tuna, if Jelly jumps anywhere, it's gotta be down. That <laughs> like, fucking made me laugh. I <laughs> they were like, so yeah, you know what, that, that, that fucking holds up. That's that's true. Oh, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, he... Uh, Black Belt and Sydney go to get Quincy. Um, yeah, he's, what's holding you up, Black Butt? And they go in there, and the mob grabs Black Belt Jones. Quincy's there. They try and beat the fuck out of uh, Black Belt Jones. But thankfully, Gloria, not Gloria, goddammit. Thankfully. I, I, I call her Gloria just because Gloria was in uh, Black Dynamite. Anyway, Sydney 
um, comes in and beats the shit out of that big Jack dude, which allows Black Belt Jones to fuck up all the other dudes and get Quincy out of there. This oh, is the, where the, the, oh, the fuck you, you got. You can't. The line here when Pinky, I can't say the actual word that he says, but yeah. when Pinky is leaving and he <laughs> tells them to kick the shit out of Black Belt Jones and he yep. goes, Kill the son of a bitch that leaves a bone unbroken in this nigga. <laughs> he walks out the door and then as soon as he leaves the thug guy looks at black belt jones and goes we're gonna whip the natural shit out of you brother we're gonna whip the natural shit out of you brother <laughs> <laughs> and if you fight back <laughs> that was so funny gonna gonna get he, they, and he fucks black belt jones comes out and fucks everybody up in this and oh, yeah. he he sidekicks <clears throat> the last kick here they they clearly dropped a dude straight down through a window that was like hanging above the floor because like he kicks a dude and he goes flying like fifteen feet back through a window. Yeah, and then he goes outside and he fucks up like fifteen more dudes. I guess they're at a train yard or something because there's a train yeah. there, and he kicks like this part fucking cracked me up because this is every martial arts movie sort of microcosmed because they're in a train car. Black Belt Jones is there. Every guy, there's like 15 guys and they're standing in a pack at the back with their fists up looking angry, one by one, attacking him and getting thrown through train windows. Yeah, this movie had more black men thrown through train windows than any, <laughs> like, I actually took a few minutes to think about it. I was like, okay, have I seen a film that had more heads going through train windows than this? And no, I, no. I clearly have not. Because they, if they broke one, they broke every motherfucking window on that train. That is With a head. how everybody went out in that yep. fight. Tango's the last guy, the big jack dude. Boom, out the window with his head. And, like, that could kill you. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of, like, completely remorseless violence in this movie. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about these dudes getting fucked up. That was a pretty nice train, though, that they got on there. Like, it, it was. Fancy, fancy carpet and shit. Oh, yeah, it was a good Yeah, they, 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 they Express. He put every fucker through the window. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about the, um, let's just say, remorseless destruction of other people's property in a wanton manner. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into again, smashing windows out of a nice train. That's the least of the worries. So Black Belt Jones tells uh, Emilio here that they're going to give you back your own money. That's where you get the McDonald's thing. Mob goes to Pinky for the money. They find out that actually it was Black Belt Jones that ripped them off. And that's where you get the if Charlie if Charlie jumps anywhere, it's going to be down line. Yeah, but you know what? And, and then you go right to the most fucked up scene in the movie. The most. Like, by a long shot. And that's a stretch in this movie, because this is Black Belt and Sydney on the beach strolling. And it gets weird. It gets really fucking weird, because, like, they're walking around, and the plot could very easily... It couldn't end here, because the mob and Pinky know what's up now. So I guess you got to wrap that that end up. But as far as Black Belt and Sydney are concerned, shit's done. We're over now. We solved the problem because they don't know the mob and Pinky know yet. So they're walking on the beach and Black Belt's like, hey, why don't we get together? And, you know, we get a little, you know, uh, how about that? And Sydney basically starts beating the fuck out of him and says, What's the matter, you faggot? Hey. Why, you hen house? My cookie would kill you. My kill you and he goes no that's all right i'm not interested she slaps him across the face and says what's the matter you are, are you, you? <laughs> yeah. she uses that word it was just like 
He was like, no. And she smacked, like, she starts kicking the shit out of him. And says, my cookie would kill you. And then he's, they start running around a pile of dirt like they're playing cat and mouse. Yeah, like literally fighting each other. And he, like, he does, like, backflips and shit. And she's like, oh, look at you. All right. And he's like, I'm getting mad now. Like, I'm actually getting mad. (laughs) Then they run. And then they run up. And this dude's just playing his fucking guitar on the beach. She runs up, runs around the pole that he's leaning against, grabs this fucking dude's guitar, and smashes it apart on the pole. As as a joke. Runs the fuck away. And the, the the greatest part about that is they run away, but they don't follow Sydney and Black Pelt. They stay on the fat dude with the guitar all broken. He's like, fuck, man. Looking at his broken guitar. Well, like, and then, I feel and bad then the for next- that dude because like, he's doing the right thing. He's he's not at some party like, hey, look at me, play my guitar. He's on the beach by himself. I'm going to go down there, play some songs, hang out by myself, not bother anybody. And then these fucking assholes come around and just smash his shit. <laughs> And then their assholery continues <laughs> as, as as this little Frenchman's just giving kids balloons. Yeah. And she hides behind them. Them. She hides behind them, and in this <laughs> horny rage, <laughs> trying to punch her in the face because that's what you do. Oh, yeah. And it destroys all the balloons which are popping on impact. All so, of them. He the guy had like twenty balloons, and he popped all of them. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? And I'm like, am I watching some sort of like, like sexual assault here? And it's supposed to be like a tender moment because it doesn't feel that way. Because a, there's children present. B, they're crying. And C, he's like, these two are assholes. They are terrible people. And then there's the tent. She runs in the tent and she goes, move over. And two naked people who were clearly fucking. We're clearly doing it in their tent. <laughs> you know, just run away because you know, you're just sitting there and you're like, you just imagine you and your chicken are like, you're having, you're making love on the beach in your tent, and all of a sudden you hear a bunch of balloons pop, 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 pop. You like, hear, hear the big like, guang of a guitar being smashed. And then yeah. pop, 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 pop. What's that, baby? Kinda, That's weird. You kind of lean out, and there's a there's a black woman wearing a Rubik's cube fucking shirt spurting right into your tent, and a and a black dude in a little 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 cape shorts come diving in. Move over! You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, of course I'd run out. Of course I'd run into my own tent. <laughs> Oh man! And then they they like try and fight in the tent, and then Black Belt Jones fucking breaks their tent, and then they flip yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I bet you that's where Animal House got the smash the guitar thing from. No, oh, that was before this. But no, Animal House was in seventy eight. When what? Animal House was in seventy eight. Oh, legit. Yeah, man. I think they probably stole uh-huh. that shit. Anyway, so they go back to Black Belt Jones's house apparently to continue the fucking. I guess Black Belt Jones. <laughs> In this scene, he's like working out after having sex or whatever, and he's skipping rope. And she comes out and like puts her hand in his rope and fucks with him. He looks yeah. legitimately pissed when she fucks with his yeah. rope skipping. He's like, "Bitch, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, that's my rope. Don't touch people's property. Don't touch people's property. <laughs> that's mine. That's my rope. Other people's things." <laughs> Yeah, and then the phone call rings because you got fat guy at the top of the pole. Again? And, and they're in the quote-unquote car phone. <laughs> yeah, 
and then he runs outside and immediately steals, steals the, the car. car. <laughs> he runs out. They jump off. I love that Gloria. Uh, Gloria. I love that Sydney grabs for her underwear, and he's like, "Yeah, no time for that," and just grabs yeah. her. <laughs> he to put his underwear. I gotta put on my underwear. No time for that. He's only wearing <laughs> his shirt. <laughs> they jump over the wall. They steal the Mustang. Immediately. He jumps over the wall and he goes, You can't believe in nine violence? Well, don't say anything when I take your car, right? Dig it? <laughs> steal yeah. the car, peel like, off. Fucking ruins the surfboard on top of their car. <laughs> yeah. Wrecked his surfboard. Stole his Mustang. <laughs> oh, and then the car chase Sydney, ensues. Sydney's. Sydney's has to drive on black leather seats with no panties. <laughs> like <laughs> in this Mustang, very nice Mustang fastback, I might add, which he stole. Um, the fat guy, I don't know if he got electrocuted or if he fell off that pole, but he's dead. He got, yeah, he got both. He got fucked he up got hard. He got electrocuted, then fell. And then, so they're chasing uh, the thing now. There's a big car chase here. As they're driving, Sydney, like, he gives Sydney a gun. And she, he's like, here, use this. And she shoots in maybe the most girly way possible, where she's like got her wrists bent and her elbows yeah, tucked yeah. in out the window, like trying to do that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Black Belt Jones is driving like 80 up this highway. There's a guy way the fuck up on this overpass bridge tunnel thing, painting a sign. Paint it. And he yells, hey, man, hey, brother, they're trying to rape a sister in here. And apparently that guy heard that loud and fucking clear. Yeah, as they're yeah. driving by in a car chase <laughs> and yeah. throws yellow paint on the window in of the a V8 Mustang. Hey, brother, <laughs> trying to rape a sister in here. Do you know how fucking fast <laughs> that car would go past you if you were stationary? And he's like, hey, 40 brother, feet up. <laughs> yeah, he's 40 feet up. <laughs> I feel Jones is half a mile down the fucking road. <laughs> And then the line that fucking cracked me up, they drive through, the paint hits the mobsters square in the fucking windshield, wipers clean that shit right up quick, immediately, the best windshield wipers in the world. Yeah, and, should sell those at Canadian Tire. Fuck yeah. So then Black Belt Jones grabs Sydney's red panties and chucks them out the fucking oh, window, window, and they land on the hood of the gangster's car behind them somehow, and Pinky in the back goes, What the hell? I died because he just killed his friend. <laughs> like moments before, he killed the fat guy on the telephone pole, and Pinky didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and he's super offended by panties being thrown in his face. <laughs> that son of a bitch threw panties in my face. Oh shit! That was funny. <laughs> So they got to try and get away from these dudes. They pull into this parking lot where there's a bunch of garbage trucks. A garbage trucks and a car wash. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know what the fuck that happened or how that happened. And this is they basically... In. This is where you get a, a glimpse dynamite. of... Well, this is basically where Black, Dyn oh, Black yeah. Dynamite... Black Belt Jones and Gloria murder like 12 people. Oh, there's, That's yeah, what Bob I thought. Because I was... Bob Wall's the car driver there. Yeah, they go in. Yeah, yeah. Big, they get caught thing. Big soap fight. Fucking, there's a, there's literally, I don't know what, two and a half feet of soap suds film over the entire yes. parking lot. Yes. Black Belt Jones that is, barefoot. That is an inappropriate way to run a uh, car wash. By the way, right? like if you're, 
if that much soap is coming out behind your car wash. I know he hit the controls with a chair or whatever, but if that fucks your car wash up that much, like something's a something's askew. Yeah. So much soap comes out. They're fighting. Black Bill Jones is throwing like spitty kicks. He does that fucking triple sow cow kick again. Not a slip. Yep. Apparently it's not slippery soap. Because you know your feet wouldn't be slippery on that at all. No, it gives traction. Because complete traction, right? It's like it's like sandpaper. Fucks up all these dudes. Sydney just keeps chucking dudes into the back of a garbage truck and then compressing it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Sydney kills a guy and then smiles. Yeah. And then fucking Black Bell Jones fucks up another dude, tosses him over. She chucks him in, crushes him, smiles <laughs> like. And the whole yeah. time I'm like, she's murdering. She's straight murdering these dudes. Apparently, yeah. when I looked up, I looked up like the plot summary. They're like, and they store these dudes in the garbage truck, take them to the police station. And I'm like, bitch, that it, crunches no. things. It's yeah. compactor, yeah. right? That's to kill motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, four it's, dudes at least. Yeah, they're minute made with extra pulp. Right. <laughs> like, you, know, <laughs> you imagine they get to the fucking thing, and we've got a surprise for you. <laughs> He brought you Pinky and his gang, all tied up like Spider-Man, and then Juice just runs out of the fucking back. <laughs> oh, oh. You motherfuckers are under arrest. Wow, that uh, that escalated quickly. That... <laughs> oh, you are wanted for murder. So they beat the fuck out of everybody. They, these guys keep coming up out of the foam like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Exactly. Rising up. Yeah. Sydney literally grabs one dude by the dick and pulls him into the garbage truck. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Pinky, he gets chucked in. Fucking, she chucks Pinky into the garbage truck, crushes him, and then the fat mob guy. His leg didn't quite make his it. His fucking leg didn't go in, and she breaks his fucking leg off in the garbage truck, and he goes, ah! <laughs> and she doesn't And then she laughs. And she laughs. <laughs> like, oh, his leg didn't quite make it. Like, these people are assholes. Fuck, these are the, these are the good guys in this movie. <laughs> And then Black Belt Jones, I guess he thought he stored these motherfuckers in the back of this garbage truck. Him and Sydney just get in the garbage truck and drive the fuck away like it's theirs. Yeah. Like they came in a car that they stole. Yeah. <laughs> they drive away. But as they're driving away, the cops show up. The fucking police force shows up. How the fuck did the cops know they were there? They didn't yeah. know they were going there. There's no radio in the stolen car that they took. Like, how the fuck did the cops know to show up there? The cops show up and they're like, then it's just like that. The, what took you so long? Uh, we didn't want to get in your way, Black Belt Jones. <laughs> and it's just like you didn't want to get in the way of the of the multiple homicides by garbage truck, vehicular homicide, and fucking Grand Theft Auto, and however many other fucking felonies we've committed in the last twenty hours. Yeah, like they're literally crushing mobsters and laughing. And then they drive away together like a couple of fucking sociopaths. It's like it's like Black Dexter. It like, is. This guy's fucked. And like Black Belt Jones, they're like, hey, Black Belt, how's it going? They're like, ah, I got all the guys in the back. Okay. The, Black Belt Jones drives away in the garbage truck. All the cops fucking hook a Yui and follow him. And follow him. Nobody goes back because there's like 20 other dead guys in the foam in the, yeah. in the fucking car wash that they destroyed back at the place. Everybody, yeah. Are we going to go back and talk to the owner of that business? Nope. Nah. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Fuck, fuck the surfers we stole. Fuck the guy's guitar. Fuck all these people. Like, fuck him for opening a car wash on the for being a small business owner in our community. <laughs> That'll teach him to stand up for his rights. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Drive away. It was flip freeze frame. Cut to credits. That's it. 
that's it, man. That's the movie. But Jesus, I, I, I had several moments where I was actually la- like laughing so hard. I was crying. Like, Oh, I had to shut it, it so off stupid. twice that I had to shut it off where I was laughing. Cause I didn't yeah. miss anything. It's I, I, the, yeah, the funniest, the funniest, the best fight scene is the fucking lights going on and off. And the funniest fight scene is the lights going on and off because he wore that fucking stupid hat. Like that was, and the Batman, that was, motherfucker, and that line. Yeah. I'm Bat, Batman, motherfucker. That fight scene was yeah. fucking tremendous. And yeah. the plot itself is hysterical now. It's it's fucking oh, yeah. amazing. This movie was great. I mean, you know, it 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 this one, I mean, if, I guess if you go back, Enter the Dragon probably kicked off the link between kung fu movies and black exploitation yeah. because of Jim Kelly Cleopatra Jones because that was a year before this one so that kind of that mm. kind of kicked it off too because she was in there but then this one and i mean if you if you could count the, the next one too if you want to count hot potato but that was terrible like hot potatoes it's yeah, it, it, it would be worth watching just for a laugh because you just laugh the whole way through it because it's really really stupid um but uh yeah th- i mean Overall, I'm I'm good with it. Like, what if you think about the three categories here? Like, do soundtrack yeah. first because, like, I didn't even notice the soundtrack. To be honest, soundtrack's a little weak on this one. It is Dennis Coffee apparently did it. Yeah, Dennis Coffee. Like he he. Well, let me before I talk about Dennis Coffee. Like when when he shows up for the first time, is he going over the hood of the car? Yep. Like like it's um, almost like you know, the the music's playing. It's like bop bop. Bob up like it's a guy saying Bob up, yep, Bob up. I, I I didn't like that that much, but he did. Uh, he did another song called Scorpio, which was used in um, uh, one of my favorite shows, Better Call Saul. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Episode called Inflatable, and they do this really crazy edited montage of like inflatable men. You know, they have at the car, you know, car dealerships. Saul's getting dressed, and he's dressing like it's really good. It's one of my favorite television editing montages ever and nice. uh coffee wrote that and i give him a very high marks on that but i i i was underwhelmed by the score on this so i would give it two fists out of five yeah yeah that's kind of in the range that i was thinking too because the black belt jones theme i just it's it's very 70s it's kind of nondescript it's very kind of just funk which is kind of what he's known for even in- yeah but it wasn't nothing unique about it or no it's very nondescript like that's what i mean like yeah he's he has a <laughs> i looked up on the that's what nondescript means asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah go fuck yourself <laughs> so yeah i'd give it i'd give it a two as well um what about uh acting acting man that's it's so it's 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 hit or miss like uh jim kelly does a decent job and gloria does a decent job like they're really the two anchors as far as acting goes for sure um i think the, rest of the acting was bad yeah so I'd, I'd i'd give it two and a half fists yep. out of five for the acting there's some good acting in there but then there's just stuff that that doesn't work as an average i'm the same right because gloria gloria henry and jim kelly are good and they they pull it up but and and even the police chief guy the police captain guy he's good too but there's enough on the other end that's either way stereotypical or just kind of not great that doesn't kind of work that pulls it down yeah. into that kind of halfway range of about 2.5. So, yeah. And then martial arts, martial arts. I mean, there, there's really, there's really one martial artist in this film. Yeah. Like, you know, like for all intents and purposes, I mean, you got Bob wall and stuff like that, but really it's a, he does like movie a about and a half. Jim Kelly, but 
as far as the martial arts goes, it's just him. Yeah. And not to say that, that, you know, oh, well, you know, Jackie Chan is the star of his movies, but his stuntman, he's got a whole crew and they, they choreograph the fights really well. His team is shit. Like all his team are legit dudes. Yeah. So I, I, I really think that, you know, watching Jim Kelly was the only exciting thing here. And the stuntmen didn't look really, really good. Like, you know, even even the guys going through the windows and stuff like that. Yep, and the guys at the dojo were not great with respect to martial arts. Scatman Carruthers, like, I love that dude, but he's yeah. not a martial arts. I, 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 I gotta I gotta give it a two out of five for martial arts. Yeah. I mean that that seems a bit low, but like I said, Jim Kelly's stuff looked looked pretty good, but like I think a lot of it was was poor, even though I really enjoyed it. Yes. Actually, I'm going to give him a two and a half. I was going to, yeah, I'm going to go three for the martial arts just because I'm going to go two and a half. I'm going to take it up. Jim Kelly pulls it up. But again, like you said, he's the only one. Everything else, every every other aspect of the martial arts pulls it down with possibly a tiny bit with with, uh, Gloria Hendry. Yeah, but you get, you know, you get taken, you get taken out of it when Scatman Carruthers is doing a Hong Kong fucking (laughs) fooey, right? Yes. You're just like, Jesus. Don't worry, I know. I do the voice for Hong Kong Fuller. It's like, Which yeah, that's he was dope mean. at, but he's not a martial artist. So yeah, I'd I'd give it a three or two point five. So very mediocre, middle of the road kind of movie. Yeah, but uh, again, I agree. Uh, enough if you're in for a laugh and you want it, it's worth a five dollar rental. I think. Oh yeah, for a hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I really love this movie. I rented it numerous times growing up. Yeah. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to shit on it. I just want to be realistic about it. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's enjoyable. I laugh my ass off. You know, the stupid fucking hat. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that's a wrap on that one. I am super fucking excited about our next one. Yes, I am as well. As <laughs> soon as I know what it is, our next we talked about it. Our next one, just in case everybody wants to know, we're doing a super classic movie, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! Snappy. Yeah, I can't wait for that. We're gonna do that one next. Right. So get your DVDs rolling, get your VHS rollings, rent this shit, pirate this. Don't pirate it. Watch it in some capacity <laughs> because our next episode is Kurt Russell, um, Kim Cattrall. And a host of wicked awesome martial arts in Big Trouble in Little China. Coming up next on You Have Offended This Podcast. 